Welcome to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast, your place to learn how to run a profitable six-figure e-commerce business that gives you the financial freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, an e-commerce marketing mentor, Facebook ad specialist, speaker, and mum based in Hobart, Tasmania. With over 11 years experience in the industry, experience coaching hundreds of e-commerce business owners through my signature program, Ecom Igniter, and up to the minute insights from my Facebook ad agency, Unstoppable E-Commerce. I'm here to educate and empower you to create your own unstoppable e-commerce business. Click subscribe so you don't miss an episode and let's jump in. Welcome to episode 100. 100 episodes, can't believe it. You may have noticed a little break between episode 99 and 100. I initially just wanted to make sure it was a really great episode, something special for episode 100. And then life got in the way. I got sick and then I got better and then my daughter got sick. Then I lost my voice and there's been a little bit of a gap. So I apologize for that. Thank you for jumping back in for episode 100. Now, I decided for this episode that I'm going to walk you through how to audit your e-commerce business. So we're going to look at auditing your time, your expenses, your brand. And so, you know, things, if you've got some time to look at your business, you can look and know what you should be looking at to make sure that everything is as it should be to get optimal sales, optimal profit and make the most of your time. So let's jump into episode 100. Before we begin today, I'd like to acknowledge the Palawa people of Lutruwira as the first people and custodians here through all of time. The warm, loving feeling of home is felt here, and it's a testament to the nurturing and care you've provided this country for thousands of years. I pay respect to the elders and acknowledge them as the wisdom holders and the teachers of the Palawa community. Welcome. So let's have a look to start with at how you can audit your time in your business. So where you're spending all of your time, because there are lots of things, especially if you're running your business on your own, or if you've got a small team, there's so many things that you can be spending your time on in an e-commerce business. There is the product creation, the designing, the dealing with manufacturers. That's sort of one hat that you can be wearing. But then there's your marketing, there's your paid ads. If you're running Facebook or Instagram ads, maybe you're running Google ads, TikTok, Pinterest, whatever it might be. But then there's your social media and that comes down to content creation, which is a huge time suck, right? Especially if you're not batching or you haven't got a system in place. And then there's the actual scheduling, the writing all of the captions and the posting your content. These things alone for some brands are a full-time job. So if you're thinking this takes up so much time, You're right, it does. And you need to find a good balance for your business where you can make it efficient in time, still wanting to be putting in that effort, but that you are getting the return from that time that you're putting in. So maybe that means posting less often. Maybe it means coming up with a better system where you're actually batching all of your content so that you're focusing on it for a day rather than spreading it out and using a little bit of each day to do some. Then there's your website. So this is things like updating your website, uploading new products, writing or optimizing your descriptions. There's the product photography. There's optimizing everything to increase your conversion rate. There is a lot of time that you can spend on your website for e-commerce because your website's never fully finished. So this can be a huge use of your time as well. 
And then, of course, if we're selling products, we need to be packing and shipping those orders. So there's wrapping those products, there's handwriting those cards, taking them to the post office. Another time that's essential if you are selling products, and it can be something that you could look to outsource. Then there's also your stock management, your inventory management, making sure that you're ordering stock when you need to, and that you've always got enough. And then, of course, we've got our customer service. So you need to responding to your emails, managing your social media DMs, all of the places that your customers might be contacting you or your potential customers as well. So I want you to work out how much of each week is being allocated to what. So this might mean keeping a time diary for a week or even a month to get an accurate picture because sometimes what we think we're spending all our time on is not actually correct. So you might be spending far more time on one of these areas than you think you are. Then it's time to think about, okay, where could I be saving time in my business? So which systems can you streamline to save time? And this can be as simple as, I've had brands that spend so long handwriting their cards. So when someone gives them a purchase, so when someone puts through an order, they're handwriting that thank you note, which is amazing, beautiful thing to do when you're starting out. But when your business starts to get bigger and you're getting more and more orders, that can take a lot of time. So I'd encourage you to write a beautiful handwritten note that you can then scan and have printed. And that way you can still have that beautiful handwritten message. You can still have that nice touch, but you're not having to do it for every single order. And you can just have them there ready to go. It's a simple thing and that can save a lot of time in your day. Then are there any other systems that you could really streamline? Could you be batching your content? If you're writing back to the same questions all the time, could you have a frequently asked questions section on your website? Perhaps you can have a section that you can copy and paste to answer emails or social media messages if people are constantly asking the same thing. Maybe it's information you need to add to your product pages if it's not clear to people. So anything that's asked more than once, you really need to be answering that for everyone. Maybe there's some softwares that you could use to help streamline things like scheduling your content, or maybe it needs to be that you have some templates made up for your social media so they're a lot quicker to put together those images. Now, there might even be some things that you could batch, such as your photography. So if you're taking photos of products, maybe you're taking lifestyle images, maybe you're taking your white background photos. If you're doing that every time a product comes in, you know, maybe you could be batching that so that you're doing a whole bunch once a week if you get lots of new products instead. Then there may be tasks that you can outsource, maybe to a VA, which is a virtual assistant, or to a staff member. And you don't have to start with people full-time. You could have a part-time VA or a part-time assistant. That person could be packing and shipping orders. They could be managing your stock. You could have someone virtually helping you with the customer service, managing your inbox. You could also have someone, maybe you create the social media content, but somebody else schedules it all out for you. Now, there's also SOPs that you could put in place. So these are standard operating procedures that you can put in place to make life easier and quicker each time. So every time you do something that you need to do more than once, the next time you do it, I want you to make a SOP for it. You can write some instructions. You can take some screenshots. You can take some photos, write it out exactly how you want it done. And that way it makes it easier for you to outsource, but also for you to be able to quickly go through it and know that you're not missing a step each time. So you don't have to use the brain power, makes it a lot quicker. So lots of little things that you can be doing to help cut down on time. You could even look to have a post office pickup rather than you taking things to the post office. 
You could also look at, if you're getting to that stage, third-party logistics. So having your stock sent out by a third party instead of doing it all of yourself. The next thing I want you to look at in your business is your expenses, because boy, can these creep up. (laughs) So what is the money that's going out? Obviously, you've got your product that you're selling, either your raw materials or your wholesale costs. You've got packaging. You've got postage costs. Don't forget your shipping, any tissue paper, anything that you use to wrap and send as well. You've got your website, so maybe a Shopify subscription, something like that. You've got your email software. You've got advertising. Maybe you're paying an agency, so you've got agency fees, subscriptions to any apps or softwares that you use, payment fees, merchant fees, bank fees, and then any staff costs as well. So lots of expenses happening in our business and not all of these are able to be replaced or removed, but you could look, are there firstly anything that you can do to remove any of those expenses? I'm not saying stop your advertising or stop your website or your email marketing, things like that. But maybe if you're email marketing, you could be cleaning your email list so that you're not paying for such a high plan anymore. If you've been going for a while and if your sales have picked up, can you negotiate rates with your supplier? So if you've started selling more, can you get a bulk discount? You could also take some time to look for alternatives for packaging, see if you can get a cheaper option and shop around for alternative postage options. Or if you're sending a lot, can you negotiate reduced rates? And are you seeing a return for your advertising dollars? If you are not, This is something that you either need to discuss with your agency if you are outsourcing or look at, is it something that you could learn and bring in-house to save on agency fees? So I teach a lot of businesses inside Ecom Igniter or in the club to take over their own Facebook ads, Facebook and Instagram ads, because that really helps to cut down on costs. You're not paying for an agency anymore. And that way you're seeing a much higher return on ad spend. So maybe that's something that you could look at is taking that in-house. Or if you're doing it yourself and you're not getting the results that you're after, maybe you need to invest in learning so that you are getting better return on ad spend. Next, you might want to take a stock take of all the subscriptions that you've got. Do you need them? Quite often, only $20 here or $20 there. And we think it sounds like a great thing at the time, but we may not end up using them. Also, if you have updated to Shopify 2.0 or if you're considering it, there are a lot of third-party apps that we used to have to pay for. And now those things have been replaced by features that are just available in Shopify 2.0. So that could be a way to cut down on some costs as well. Now, if there are any apps that you've got installed and you're not using anymore, make sure that you cancel those to save on those monthly costs as well. Now, bank fees. There are a lot of banks that still charge monthly fees. And if you're using the profit first method, you've got multiple bank accounts. So shop around because there are lots of banks that have fee-free monthly accounts. And if you're paying staff, are you making effective use of their time? Are there things that they could be doing extra? Are there things that you could be looking to cut down on staff costs? Or are there just better uses of their time that you could do as well? So we've talked about your time. We've talked about your expenses. What about your brand? If you were to look across the internet, do you have a consistent presence? all your social media platforms have the same logo, the same brand colors, the same message and the same look and feel. So if I was to look at your Instagram and then go to your website, would it be really clear that this is the same brand and the same company? Do you have an old TikTok account you set up and then never used or gosh, Twitter or X as it's called now? 
Maybe you've got an old brand logo or old messaging sitting around somewhere. So make sure that you're updating all of those in case people find you. Now, your ads. Sometimes when we try different things with ads, we can end up having a bit of a mismatch in our messaging or in the look and feel. So make sure any paid ads that you've got going, they're clicking through to your website, you're keeping that consistent feel all the way through. Then I want you to look at your customer journey. So review every step in the customer journey from browsing your socials, to going to your website, receiving your emails, to purchasing and post-purchase. If you were to go on your phone and purchase from yourself, would it be a good experience all the way through? And quite often we don't do this, right? It's one of those things that we never really do, purchase from ourselves. So it might even be that you go to a friend, hey, here's a voucher, can you just go through Go through the process and give me a real honest opinion about anywhere that seemed too hard or anything that was not working properly or any weird messages that you got. Next, audit your email flows. So do you know everything that is going out? I signed up for a brand yesterday, someone that was in our challenge, and I didn't get the code that they were offering straight away. That's okay. It says to check the inbox. I then got a confirmation double opt-in and wasn't updated. So it was just the generic messaging. And then when I did opt in, I got two different welcome emails and neither of them gave me the coupon for what they were offering as their incentive for signing up. So if you're offering, you know, a voucher or a discount code or something as an incentive for people to sign up, you want to ensure that they are getting what you've promised. Ideally straight away in the thank you message, but at least in that first email, And if you're not, then you're breaking your promises and you're breaking that trust straight away. So you need to make sure that you are giving them exactly what they've asked for. Next, you can audit your products on your website. So I do a lot of website audits, making sure that you are getting optimal conversions for your website. But I want you to just go through, go through anything, not just your products, but your homepage. Does it still clearly showcase what you sell and who it's for? Can somebody land on your website and within three seconds without scrolling, tell what it is that you sell? Maybe you've updated your cover image for a sale or a promotion and you've forgotten to include your core messaging. Maybe you've got a whole lot of really old testimonials and you need to add some new fresh ones. Are there old products on your website that need clearing out? Basically, I want you to give your business and your website a huge spring clean. Then going into your product pages, is there anything that's changed that you need to update in your descriptions? Do you need new images? Is there anything in your descriptions that needs to be updated for, you know, maybe you're talking about summer fashion and it's winter or pairing this with something that you don't sell anymore. Make sure that everything is still making sense. Everything is still the correct messaging. And then when you're going through the process of checking out, make sure that everything works. Again, going through and making your own purchase on your website will be helpful. If you want to level up your brand, it might be time for you to get proper branding guidelines. So if you're not already using, if you haven't used a graphic designer, potentially you could get them to make you a set of branding guidelines to follow. So you're always using the same colors, the same fonts, the same look and feel across your website. Maybe you were doing things quickly and you created your own images on Canva to put your value icons on your website. Maybe now you want to outsource that to get ones that match in with your branding. Maybe there's some things that you can do to up-level your brand. Maybe you need a new logo or a new brand if it's a bit dated. Maybe it's been going for a while. 
Maybe you could get them to put together some Canva templates for you so that when you're posting to Instagram stories, when you're using your ads, things like that, they are all got that consistent, beautiful look and feel and they look fresh and up to date. What about the postcard that you're sending out in your packaging? Does that tie in with your current brand as well? Make sure that you're not using anything old with an old logo, old messaging, old photos. You don't want to be sending out pictures of stock that you can no longer get for people. I also want you to Google yourself. So Google your brand name and see what comes up in images and what comes up in your search results. Are they all pages that still exist? Are they images of products that they can still get? Maybe there's some things that you need to clear out or update so that people aren't finding old variations of pages or social media links or things like that that aren't relevant anymore. Maybe you're linked in some old directories or from some old pages or something like that. You don't want anyone finding you and going through to broken links. So we're looking at all aspects of your business going, okay, what do I need to change? What can I tighten up? What can I fix? And maybe you need some fresh eyes to do that as well. So make sure that you are, if you need to, finding a econ biz buddy and getting them to have a look with you as well. Maybe you can sort of audit each other's businesses and use the time together to make sure that you are looking to cut down on expenses, tighten up your time so that you can spend your time doing things that are going to grow your business and move it forward and making sure that everything is on brand and consistent everywhere that you are online. I hope this has helped you to really take stock of where your business is at right now and where things might have crept out of control and how you can take that back in and rein it in. So I have some exciting episodes coming out in the next couple of weeks. We're chatting to Simone from Disinfluencer on how you can break your brand more accessible for people with disabilities. And I'm chatting to the amazing Bridget from Biddy Tarot, who's been going for 24 years now. We're going to be chatting right through from when she used to hand code her website to get her blogs up to how that business has grown to now where it is a seven-figure business employing 15 staff. So I can't wait for you to listen to these upcoming episodes. And if there's an episode that you would love to hear or a question you'd love me to answer on the podcast, make sure that you visit the website unstoppableecom.com forward slash podcast and submit a question for me to answer on the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you've listened to the last 100, wow, (laughs) well done. And if you're new, welcome to the community. Right now this week, Ecom Club is open. Ecom Club is a brand new community for women in e-commerce looking to learn, connect, and grow. You get full access to Ecom Igniter, which is my signature course teaching you everything you need to have a profitable e-commerce store and weekly live calls. We've got Facebook ad optimization calls, Klaviyo optimization calls with Klaviyo specialist Anna from Email by Design. We've got monthly guest experts teaching everything from SEO to Google ads, photography, design, inventory management, wholesaling, bunch of amazing topics, as well as ask anything calls where you can jump on with me and brainstorm anything that you need help with in your business and coffee and collab calls where you can chat with other women in the club and maybe collab on your next product, your next promo, or get them to help you with your audit of each other's businesses. So the club is kicking off on the 28th of August. We also have quarterly planning workshops to help you get set for the quarter ahead. And our first one's going to be on the 6th of September to get you ready for quarter four, the biggest quarter of the e-commerce season. 
So I would love to see you there. It's a month-by-month membership, no nasty lock-in contracts. I would love to see you there. It is a month-by-month membership, so no nasty lock-in contracts. Just stay for as long as you find it valuable for you. You get access to a whole range of all my resources I've ever brought out, all the bonuses, and it is available now. I'll link up in the show notes, and you can also get there at unstoppableecom.com forward slash club. Enrollments close on August 25th and I look forward to seeing you there. If you've got any questions, make sure you reach out to me on Instagram at unstoppableecom. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. You can find all the show notes and links that I mentioned on my website at unstoppableecom.com forward slash podcast. If you're ready to take action and grow your e-commerce store into a profitable six-figure-plus business, join me inside Ecom Club. Ecom Club is the community for women in e-commerce looking to learn, connect, and grow. You get full access to my signature training program, Ecom Igniter, as well as next-level support inside our private support group with weekly live calls, monthly guest experts, and quarterly planning workshops. Find all the details now at unstoppableecom.com forward slash club. See you on the inside.